Hey there, kids. It's me, Oni the Unicorn. And I'm here to tell you that f***ing your dreams ain't cheap. In fact, it costs a ton of cash to do. So that's why me and the Ono oh Radio Show need your help. Just go to the website displayed below and hit us up with some cash, yo. One dollar, five dollars, fuck, a million dollars if you have it to spare. Any amount is appreciated. Well, I gotta go because these dreams ain't gonna fuck themselves. See ya! some suggestions here what are good jobs that one armed people can do Kind of unintentional, kind of, uh, you know, work plans getting in the way, but this is the Ono Radio Show. And we are back. My name is Owen. I'm still the captain of this shit ship. We're still doing this thing. Along with me tonight is my good friend Mikey B, who just had a birthday. Happy birthday, my mustached muse. And, uh... It is my 38th year of the Lord of Darkness, Satan himself. Lying around the sun uh, one one more time. Hopefully. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then Ty, I guess he's going to come along later. He's, uh, you know, he's still, he's working right now, I guess, doing his cable man duties or whatever he does. Uh, I like I like saying he's a cable man, when he's, which is the furthest thing from the truth of actually really what he he does. Like he's not. Yeah, a, it's like he, he's Jim Carrey from the Cable Guy. Yeah, he's yeah, the yeah. one like, physically it, hooking up your line. Ty, Ty would have no. Oh, Ty would be useless at that. Imagine him with the uh, with the ladders and with the, the he would have to climb up like telephone poles and run. Like he would be he would be so crappy at that. Like I can't see him doing that. You know he's more, you, he's more the can, tech support guy. Yeah. Can you imagine like Ty showing up to your house and he's like, "Hey, I'm uh, I'm uh, here to hook up your cable lines," and then they're like, "Oh, um, well, I mean, you're you're six hours late," and he's like, "It's a window. It's a window." But and, and, and he never just... he never seems to get the job done in one day. He always has to come back. It's like it's three like, trips. It's like a three day affair. I imagine yeah. it would be like a three day affair of. And uh, on the second day, he's actually like an hour and a half early. 
Yeah. He's like, well, you weren't there. He's like, I swear. So I left. He actually comes back the next day because he showed up early, uh, mm-hmm. not in the window. You weren't there. Then you he's like, well, you there. weren't there. So like, I, so uh, I had to come back a third day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like the fourth day, maybe gets the Internet going. Like still no phone. Yeah. Still no, uh, you know, TV or whatever. But, he, but like he hooked up two Internet filters. So your Internet speed is just, ooh, it's pathetic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and like when he comes in your house, he he like has like ducks through your doorway. Imagine him. He'd have to get in people's attics. Like he's like he's in people's attics. He's like clonking his head on everything. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I he just... falls through at least two two ceilings in his lifetime. No, no, no. no. This is like this, no more like a two a week, two a week. Oh, I think. two a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, yeah, he'd probably have another accident kind of like what I had, but we'll get to that. We'll get to that in, in, in due course. Um, Everybody have an accident. Well, here's the thing. Uh, let's talk about my trip to my favorite city in the whole entire world. Mikey, you know how much I love this place. I talk about it with such reverence and such high acclaim every time I go there for work. Only only good words I've ever heard you speak about this town. Yeah, so I was in New Orleans, Louisiana, and uh, I, I got to tell you, still a shithole. Still, still a shithole. Um, oh, and I'm surprised you didn't get like a the sound of like someone peeing in a toilet. When you said, Wait, guess where I was? It was P toilet sound dot wave. I mean, it's kind of it's kind of what it feels like when when I'm there. Uh, it feels like that sound is constantly going on. Uh, but yeah, this this trip, I um, I was immediately annoyed because this is like even though the, the city I hate the, uh, you know, not my favorite place. Uh, I'm I'm usually happy at this particular location because of the hotel. The hotel's usually one of the better ones, and mm-hmm. and and I know that uh, for the most part, if you ask for a room in the north wing, they all have balconies, which is huge, right? Like that's that's really you can smoke. Yeah, exactly. I don't have to walk all the way down like the five to ten minute walk seriously to the front of the hotel to be able to smoke. This particular trip, no, sorry, we're renovating that side of the hotel. There's no balconies. So instantly, I'm already a little bit mad about. Now, we found out later that that was just a complete, like, that's some complete bullshit. I I saw people coming and going from that area of the hotel. I saw people, like, the housekeeping were up in there. Well, it was being renovated for people like you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh so they I, saw your they saw your beard when you got there. They're like, mm, he is definitely not North Wing material. North Wing material. By the way, the North Wing in this hotel, it's like the older part of the hotel. So they, they should want swankier. It's not class though, but vintage, it's head, but it's it's not really retro. Retro, yeah. So I mean I'm mad about that. And then uh, I make some observations. By the way, the gig went well. Nothing really like too, you know, crazy to report on there, but mm-hmm. uh you know, in my in my adventures around the, you know, New Orleans area, I try not to venture too far. Uh, but uh one of the nights I did, I ended up down in the, you know, the French Quarter area, which is where all the trouble happens. 
as I'm as I'm kind of going in that area, I, I noticed two like big graffiti themes like throughout the city this time around. Ooh. Can can I guess? Please. Okay, my first guess, um, as with all guesses of graffiti, dicks. No dicks. Not we're not here. Oh shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I, I always lean so heavily on dicks. Um, so there's two. There's two big ones. Old style, like the old English cholo font. Okay, there was some of that. There was some of that, oh, but nice. but but that's Four. but that's not like the two per, like prevailing themes that I saw throughout my graffiti adventures in this town. One of them was uh, I wrote this down here. Hang on, uh, Slop Cop City. All right, so what? Slop Cop City was everywhere. Now I think that this probably has to do with the um, alleged. Uh, corruption by the police within New Orleans. Like so. Oh, I would have just assumed like the police all had like mustard stains on their uniforms. That's, and, well, I didn't see a like, single donut dust like scattered about mm, themselves. Well, I saw a lot of. I did see a fair amount of crime going on in this in this city. Not one cop openly. <laughs> oh yeah, a lot of crime. Just just everywhere. It's just it's nice. Just, yeah yeah yeah. A lot of crime. Nice. No cops. It's like Mad Max. It's like. Mad Max out there, swampy the, Mad the Max. The inmates run the yeah, asylum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I got a story about that here in a second. Uh, the other one, though, was that Jesus smokes crack. There was a lot of graffiti with the words "Jesus smokes crack" in the city. They probably would. I mean, hey, he was who, who dude. Knows? He was dirt poor. He never. Let's be honest. He never worked. No. He w- he was a carpenter's son. Yeah. He, it didn't say nothing about him being a carpenter. He, yeah, he was the guy that like like okay, bring me the saw, bring me this saw, bring me that, you know? Like he no, didn't No, actually, Jesus. He didn't do no, the Phillips head screwdriver. Yeah. Jesus, the Phillips head yeah, screwdriver. Yeah, yeah. Give me a pause of drive, thank you. Thank you. All right. No. I can just see Jesus' dad, like I said, hacksaw, just, just hacksaw. sighing to himself, like quietly, just yeah, like, yeah, yeah, oh my god, he's, I, I'm gonna sacrifice this motherfucker. He's, he can't do anything. Yeah, somebody's asking if we're live. We're live. D- don't worry about it. We're here right now. Like someone in the chat room. I don't know who you are, but welcome. Uh, so yeah, I um, one of the nights we were down in New Orleans, I got a uh, uh, we got a you know hit a couple bars, me and a friend, coworker, and we asked some locals like because we, we were in kind of a local area, like okay, what's a good place for us to like you know eat? We're getting hungry right now, and uh, oh, you got to check out this gourmet hot dog spot, right? Uh, you know, down down. I'm like, okay, that actually sounds pretty good. We agree, and we start you know heading that direction, and we get to the. We get to the gourmet hot dog spot, and it looks pretty good, and there's people inside. No one outside, although there are, like, four tables outside. And we're like, well, well we're both smokers. We'll sit outside. We'll we'll order our food, and then we'll have them bring bring it to us outside. It's cool. So we uh, we do that, and we're, we're, we're waiting on our food. And as we're waiting on our food, there's a, I'm going to call him a street urchin type character uh like i don't know if he's homeless per se was he a charles dickens character well he was he was he uh i just feel like he might he might be gang affiliated uh he might he might you know 
do a lot of do a lot of live do a lot of like hanging around on them streets. You know what I'm saying? You know? Oh, he's a street hanger. Yeah, he's one of those, and and I and I've heard that they can be quite territorial, and uh, that we were in uh, sitting and you know outside. Like he likes to sit outside there, and he was not happy about us, you know, sitting outside in his street urchin spot. So. At first, he comes up, and he's pretending he's deaf or doesn't speak English. And he's asking for, you know, money and a cigarette and all this type of stuff. And uh, I have five dollars and a cigarette. Kind of like that. And he, he, but he's, he's, he's pretending he doesn't really know how to talk. He's pretending, like, you know, something's up. And uh, I was raised by other street urchins. Let me tell you about something about, like, these street urchin folk. Like... I get it. Like when times are tough, you've got to maybe panhandle. You got to do a thing, but let's be polite about it. That's not like interrupt conversations, right? Like we're having a, me and my friend are having a conversation. We're in this conversation and, and all the time, it's just like, I'm the main character. I've got to butt into the whole thing, right? Like this guy and my buddy just like, cause we've, we've, we've had it. We've been dealing with this for like, like half the week. Like multiple times a day, this ex- same exact type of scenario. My buddy just kind of says, "Hey, we're having a conversation here. Back away. We're not going to give you anything. Basically, piss off. Yeah, get the fuck out of here, man. Get the fuck out of here." Guy does not take too kindly to that, and he he ends up he um, starts setting up shop. But he stands like right behind me. I can like feel his presence, like standing right behind me. He then like starts setting up shop. He's got his backpack. He sits it down on one of the chairs on one of the empty tables behind me. Slams another chair into the back of mine. At which point, my buddy, who is a lot bigger than me, stands up, says, "Nah, fucking get the fuck out of here!" Like a very like like accusations. First off, it was a black man, not that had anything to do with it. He was just being an asshole. This guy starts accusing oh. my friend starts starts accusing my friend of being racist. That did not go over well with my friend. He then takes the chair and backpack that were or the backpack that was on the chair, takes the whole thing, throws it out into the middle of the street. Um, I'm expecting to get stabbed. I go fisticuffs at least. So, uh, yeah, exactly. So I'm just like, I don't want any part of this. I don't need to be going to jail in, in, in New Orleans. I go inside the restaurant and I tell the owner exactly what's going on. The owner runs out there and, and you know, kind of shoes the, the guy away. Um, turns out they kind of know this neighborhood street urchin character and, and absolutely, you know, um, you know, was somebody that they kind of have sympathy for. But I'm talking with the owner. I'm like, well, I can't. I, I'm not allowed. Like, I got to get harassed if I come visit. I'm like, fuck, fuck your fucking town. Thank you for whatever that was. Uh, fuck your fucking town. Like, I was. I just went off. I'm like, your town fucking sucks. It smells like piss. I'm never coming back here. And I'm never coming back to this establishment because I can't feel safe having a goddamn hot dog sitting out on the street. Um, I asked, you know, were the cops even called? What was that? I was, and, and then they, he just started laughing. He's like, yeah, you think cops in New Orleans are going to come out for, you know, something like this? And that's what proves to me that the place is a complete and utter shithole. Yeah. You know, like if that was in, seriously, <laughs> if that was in downtown Orlando, like an, 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 a, a situation occurred. Yeah, the cops might not be there immediately, but they would at least come to be like, okay, there's like 
a confrontation going on outside of, you know, the social or, you know, like someplace downtown Orlando, they would at least come, right? Like, even though they people would be, like, chased off by then, I'm sure. In, yeah. In, in New Orleans, <laughs> that's not even, that's not even a thing. Whatever. Yeah. We'll show up if we want to. Yeah. Well, well, again, slop Let somebody get stabbed first. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, then. Then they might come. Gunshots, maybe. We'll let it. We'll let the gunfire cease. Three shots. Yeah. Any more than three shots, then we'll. We might. You know. We might swing by. But but yes. So that was that was more or less my my experience, which is par for the course with with everything in New Orleans. The food is still overrated. The people are still like atrocious and and the city is a goddamn abomination and it needs and and, and quite frankly, it just needs to be wiped off the map. That's 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 realistically the way I feel about New Orleans. But but I digress. Can I tell you um I, I recently we went back to Titusville uh, for my birthday mm. to go visit my mom and uh, my brother and sister. And when I tell you, man, there are parts of Titusville that they have definitely done a lot of work on and put a lot of time and money into revitalizing. Yeah. There are still a fair amount of just straight up shitholes still just yeah. the things that they're like we're not gonna do anything it's, money shouldn't be spent here it's kind of like sanford it's like they can do whatever they want downtown is a really nice place but if you go one minute outside of downtown shithole shithole yeah let's be real about yeah. it stanford, big poo poo stinky yeah, yeah yeah Kissimmee, the same st cloud the same all these areas there are these smaller towns in Orlando that, oh, we're going to regentrify and we're going to make a Main Street and everything. The Main Street's always cool. The Main Street's always nice. And you got your bars and your restaurants. But you go fucking you know what? a minute and a half away from that. You hot. know what? Mm, don't care about Main Street anymore. Throw throw things all over town. Don't care. Don't care. I don't, I don't, I don't see the point of Main Street anymore. People, the only places people go anymore are restaurants and bars. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. If you want to buy something, you just, you have it just brought to your fucking house. Exactly. No, nope. people don't want to go to stores anymore. No, people don't go downtown to go shopping. People don't like they. That's not what happens. Like, I mean, a lot of people don't even go to the grocery store anymore. They're getting their food delivered. Let alone yeah. going and Kroger. Getting... Kroger showed up, and everyone's like, mm, "All right, not go." That's one. They just put, took out their list of places they still go and go, all nope. right, that's one more place I'm not going anymore. I mean, uh, let's think about this this real quick. Like, do a side tangent here. What are the places that people still have to go? I feel like you've got your, like, auto mechanic. You've got a hair salon or, like, place to get your hair cut barbershop. A restaurant. You got to Do- eat. Doctor. Yeah. Well, even some of that's even parts of that are telemedicine now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's there's Dude, not so apparently the guy, uh, Dr. Sean Latte for Bud Docs, they're not our sponsor, but I wish they were. Mm-hmm. Um, from what I know, now that I'm an actual patient, when I go to do my renewal, I can just call him and he'll say, Hey man, how's it working? Is everything good? Yeah, yeah. more, less, uh, 
cool. Thanks a lot, man. You've done one, one in person, one in person visit, and now you've, and now you're good for probably. I don't know. There's like a certain amount of times, right, or something like that. But I, I don't know. I don't. I think I'm good. I think I got like three renewals or something that like before you gotta actually go see him again. Yeah, I think that's then. And so what? Like the office is like 15 minutes away. So yeah, it's still like some doctor's meetings you still got to go to. Haircut, food. uh, Dentist. Pretty much if they, they, if it's anything that you have, like it has to be done to your body. You still got to go. But that's about it. There's not much. There's not much left. Yeah. That's like and dude, of- I, I bet the, I bet that doctor stuff is so cool. If it it probably exists for really rich people to like, oh, get okay. like house doctor, like like uh, back in like the old days in the UK, you could get yeah, like private a doctor, medicine. A village doctor would come around your house and you know mm-hmm. do things, and then unless making you house needed, calls, yeah, making house calls. So unless you needed, like, they might not do surgery at the house, but sometimes they used to. I know that, and then like. If it was something major, they like you know they would probably have you go to a hospital or anything. But apart from that, it's like ah you know like uh, here's some meds and here's here's what you need to do and go about your day. Bro, could you imagine like if the dentist could just like once dental like the the tools and stuff needed to do most dentistry mm. once they can like miniaturize that like the power source a water can like the water portion once they could miniaturize that to a point private house call dentistry where the dentist just shows up you sit in your favorite fucking recliner yeah he gasses you like puts the little bib on you so you don't gush all over your recliner i'm into this and then these dudes just Set you up, tooth extractions, crowns, yeah. caps, whatever. Because the the stuff is so small now. I just I show up, I stick you with a needle, or I roll the little gas thing in, and we're good. Fair enough. I think, dude. I think that's the future. That is probably the future. That's definitely the way it's going to go. Uh, one more thing about my trip to New Orleans. It's on the work side of things, right? So it was this conference I was working at. I uh, can't really say the name, but I can tell you what it is about. And it's about like, uh, you know, like electronic waste. Right. And like how how people like the, the industry about electronic waste and recycling and all this type of thing. Right. Right. And, and so one of the one of the stories that came out of this uh, this conference is there's this German guy. And he's like he's a very like he's a Hans, you know, like he, it's his, he's about as German as they get. Right. Like, he's, yeah, he is the German. Yeah. 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 Uh, stereotypical as, as fuck. So, so he's there, and he's like this. You know, he's in this really nice German like suit, and he's 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 he's. he's Wait, what's a German I don't suit? I don't know. I thought about that after that. <laughs> it's, it's, well, the inside is just a, a, either a German flag or all swastikas. Yeah, I don't think this guy was like that. He was a very nice guy, but he was telling us how about uh, how he has this uh, facility that takes all these like circuit boards and electronic waste and they scrap that and they 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 take all the the precious metals that are in all these things out of there yeah and i started wondering because this guy's like the ceo of this company i'm like how much money is this dude worth like uh, it's probably a lot because 
Well, he, he tells us that the German mafia, they got robbed. His his whole plant got mobbed or robbed by the mob Ger- robbed, mob robbed by the by the German mafia, which I didn't really know was a thing. But I guess it is. And they stole 20 million dollars worth of precious metals from their facility. Say what? Yeah. So it's like it's a huge case. They haven't like figured it all out yet, and he could he can only say so much about it. But I got it just got me to thinking. Like you just got robbed for twenty million, and you're still like you're pimping. You know, like you're 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 doing good. Well, the company got robbed of yeah, $20 yeah, yeah, yeah. But this guy's worth a few mil. Like I'm guarantee you. Like he, I think he. Well, he was like part owner and shit too of this type of thing. But it, it also got me wondering because, like, the precious metals, what do you, like, I understand you get robbed and you sell, like, like if you were, you were a watch manufacturer, right? And you get, like, mm-hmm. high-end watches and you get your, you get your shit stolen from a factory, right? Like, well, there's a black market for that that you could sell the watches. That makes sense. What are you doing with this $20 million worth of precious metals like and it's not just gold and it's not just like there's a bunch of shit. It's there, irregular right? weird metals yeah. too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's what I'm thinking. Yeah, a lot of it. Like, so what the hell? What do they do? Like, where do they go? Bro, it's got. Think about this. It's got to be easier to sell that stuff than like a bunch of watches. That's true too. It, it could, because if, yeah. if if you stole a bunch of watches like instantly, the flag, the, the watch flags. company yeah. it's gonna be like, hey, bro. We know it was these watches, all these serial numbers. A, like, we yeah. can give you all the information. If these show up anywhere, like, in the big watch market, let us know and let us know who's selling them. Right. Dude, if you just have nondescript precious metals. That are coming from a bunch of random circuit boards and random iPhones yeah. or whatever. Like, but I still don't know what, like. Where, Who's like, to say you're not a mineral broker or something like that? And this is what you do. If, if, so, like, if somehow. Like at your apartment tomorrow, twenty million dollars worth of precious metals to show up at the door. Where do you? What do you even? Where do you even start? Right? Like, what do you even do with that? I don't, I don't know. know. I call because I, honestly, I feel like if you start typing in your computer, where do where I do sell, sell precious, precious metals? metals? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm instant. I'm flagged. I'm on a. I'm on a watch list now. I, I feel like I, I have to know. Oh man, I. I'd have to try and like slip into Elon Musk's DMs or something. Like he'd buy them. He'd buy them for something. Yeah, uh, but I like I'd probably go to my friends first and be like, "Hey, y'all want some palladium? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I got a whole barrel of palladium." You know who like, I'd call? At I'd, my apartment. I'd call. I'd call Carl Tully. I think Carl could somehow. Carl I Tully he might could move he, it. I feel like Carl Tully could move it. Like he's got. Well, he could physically lift it yeah, up yeah. and move it wherever he wanted. Well, he's got connections to all those like shady er- European countries, I think, too. Like that's where he, that's I where... think his wife is just from one of them. Well, well, like uh, but I guess I could mean connections. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's closer than I got connections. I mean, I feel like I might just like take a couple really good photos of the barrel mm. and oh is that how it ha- comes it comes in a barrel like you imagine it in I, a, I, no <laughs> I, I thought it would be well, a, a, a tiny little cool briefcase i don't fucking know i was thinking more pallets you know like like 
like oh uh, well, bro, I can't store pallets worth of precious metals in my apartment. You'd, you'd keep it in the parking lot outside. Like you, you just leave it down. You know, put a tarp on it. You're good. Okay, so real. But I, what I want to know is, not, so if they I put not precious metals on there, you know, yeah. <laughs> uh, if if they you steal twenty million in precious metals. How much is that a, a backpack worth? Is that like you said, a pallet worth? Is I do like I that, need a do I need a, a flatbed? Yeah, I feel like that's a flatbed or a semi truck worth like that. Okay, so how did these motherfuckers roll it? Do, do you just run in there with guns and you're like, put all the precious metals on the truck? I'm gonna shoot fucking everybody until all the precious metals are probably. on the truck. It's a German mafia. That's the, that's the problem. Oh, hold what? on. Let me redo it then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put all the precious yeah. metals on the truck. Yeah, that's more like Get it. some on the truck now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. And that's then it. as you're leaving, they'd be like, Auf Wiedersehen. Goodbye. Like, I, uh, I think yeah. that's attention. That's something like that. Warning, attention. Yeah. Something Achtung. Like that. <laughs> uh, we're gonna rob you of all your precious metals. Ah. <laughs> that's more French, but oh, danger, uh, danger, danger. Yeah. So oh, um, I get back from um, I get back last Thursday, and uh, following night uh, we had a uh, we already had tickets to go to uh, Fiddler in the evening, right? Oh, great, great Look show. Dog, life's Fuck. a risk, dude. Yeah, and one of my favorite bands. You know this, like they're they're like near and dear to my heart. Went with good old uh, Apple Zacks, good old Red Sweats. Oh, Red and, Sweats. And Hannah, me, Teresa, Red Sweats and Hannah, double, kind of double date type thing. And went, right. went, to the, went to the punk rock show together. And uh, Did you guys, wait, did you guys real punk it and stand on the floor? Or did you oh, guys no. get like loge seats too, or something? Too old. It was at the social. So first off, no loge. But we did oh, stand, okay. you know how like the social is. It's got like the, 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 drop, the drop. Yeah, we stayed up top. We stayed up top. Like, Good. Uh, that's yeah, that's yeah. fair. Yeah, and smart, pretty, smart. And, and pretty close to the door, so that easy to get out. You know, like but yeah. we had a you know good good view and everything. I posted some videos on my Facebook, and uh, and yeah, we you know, uh, I think I got I think I got screwed uh, somehow on um, the 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 tab of the beers. It was like seventy six dollars, and uh, I'm like, well, it is the social, but then like. I don't know. Like the credit card came back and it's like, did you mean to leave a hundred and four percent tip? And I'm like, well, no, I didn't mean to do that. So I think somehow something got mixed up because when I when I saw the bill too, it did say seventy six bucks or whatever it was. Like, but something was iffy. Whatever. Not gonna contest it. It is what it is. Like, it's a lot of money, but it should happen. Ooh. So we had a great time at the show. One thing, one of the things I thought was cool was that uh, the the lead singer—I always forget his name—he um, he was like, "All right, guys, uh, all you guys, like all the dudes, get on the side now." And he—I've never seen this at a show before. He instigated a uh, female-only mosh pit so that uh, that the females could have their fun with with being safe and like rule number one only females in the in you know in the mosh pit rule number two if there's see a dude in there beat the fuck out of him so right. that that was kind of cool I, I enjoyed that and then uh we we ended up uh you know getting pretty you know shit housed got an uber back home and you know we we met some old friends at the show as well and like you know, a group of us came back to my house to continue as you do you know drinking at the house now 
this it wasn't that late because the show started pretty early and it was over pretty early. We were done by like 10, 30, 11 o'clock at the show. So we're coming back home. It's like, oh, we got a good, you know, good couple hours. We can party. And we had already, me and Teresa knew. It's like, well, we know how we are. We're going to get fucked up. We're definitely making sure we have the day off the following day. So... That was already that was already kind of like you know in the plans, but so we you know we, we all got you know considerably more drunk at my house as you do, and uh, after everybody left, Owen gets like a little antsy because he's not ready to go to bed yet. Teresa's already in bed, oh. and uh, I get a little antsy, and I you know ever since I got home, I like I guess a storm came through. You know, while I was gone, and it, and it knocked one of the, like the wires to my cameras. I got a couple cameras set up outside, you know, security cameras or whatever. And I'm wearing the, the the cables had like been had fallen down. It was all like you know swagging in front of my window, and it didn't look good. And I'm like, ah, you know what? I'm gonna fix that. Probably not the best time of the evening for me to fix that. As I proceeded to stumble into my, you know, front of my house, and I stand on a old rickety chair. Ooh, that bad. And uh, I did the move where all I was gonna do was just like throw the cable up on top of the roof so that it would like just not be dangling down. Like one of those things I'll fix later, but at least I'm not. It's not like blatantly like in my, you know in my line of sight. Mm-hmm. And as I do the move, where are you, you know, standing on the chair and throwing it up onto the roof, the momentum of my drunk ass took me down to the ground. I believe my arm folded backwards. Oh, and I landed kind of like, I can't describe it really help me describe this Mike, but like, it, um, it comes like it, this and twists, and then like I land on top of it, like oh, so it I looks like Owen landed like with his with his gut on his arm, yeah, but his arm also still like poking to the ground, yeah, and and, and with a good additional head thump, like a good Ooh, yeah, a head gonk, yeah, good gonk. Uh, thankfully I had my. Well, I had my earbuds in. One of them fell out, got buried, had to find it a couple days later. And, mm-hmm. uh, it, but, but I was able to do, because I couldn't, I, I'm, I'm sure I was kind of knocked out for a couple minutes. And I kind of come to, I'm like, well, this isn't good. I can't, like, really move right now. I don't know how I'm going to get back inside the house. I'm like, I'm sort of tangled in the chair. I'm in the. At dirt, least it's like, nighttime, so you're not like roasting in the sun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess that part's good. And I did land in like the dirt and grass, rather than like the like through the window that I almost went through, and mm-hmm. not, I'm not on the cement pad which is right by it. So like at least that part was good. Um, but I'm like, uh, hey Siri, call Hugh, and <laughs> my my neighbor. I'm like, hey, hey man, um. Kind of fucked myself. I jabroned myself. Kind of fucked myself up here. You think you might be able to? It's like two thirty in the morning. They're two in the morning. Think you might be able to help me get back in the house? Jesus Christ, Owen! So he comes across the street. He does. He he helps me up and I get back inside. 
I didn't realize this until later, but I was then like, because I guess I was just still drunk and the adrenaline was still going. So I didn't like feel like as like it wouldn't hurting as much then. Right. I ordered Taco Bell for like 20 people. And uh, and no, Jesus <laughs> Christ. After Owen. that happened. And then and then, it, you know, ate and then went to bed. But uh, I woke up the next day and I just man, I can't move like this is this is not good. Uh, probably should have gone to the hospital. Maybe got some x-rays. Maybe got a little, uh, maybe got, I decided again, I've just decided against the, against that now. Like, um, um, uh, all forms of like body scan. I'm not doing mm, them. No, not into it. So I, uh, I've, I, I got a, I I got a, a belt. I made myself a sling out of a belt and a t-shirt. So that's what I did. And, and then I ordered myself a sling and I'm like, well, that's not cutting it. I'm going to need a wrist brace. So I got that the following day and I've been wearing the wrist brace ever since. It is, uh, it sucks, man. It, it, it is not good. I don't think it's broken. I can move my fingers, you know, um, it, the swelling's gone down a bit. Uh, I got a good, I don't know if you could see. Well, it looks pretty banged up. Yeah, looks wanged pretty good. I got a good, I got a good uh, bit of bruising there. Um, and yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't <clears throat> drive for a few days, so I had to call out of work because I couldn't literally like move my arm to even get like the steer, like the steering wheel near my hand. Uh, just, yeah. just today was I able to turn the key with my right hand and then press the button to like. Uh, slide the gear shift into gear with my right hand. I was having to do that with my left and reach across. So, so uh, it was a good time. Um, how about, uh, how about the old, you know, Oh, j- j- I haven't done it. I'm too much pain, too much pain. Like it's just, you haven't not, tried it with not even going back at not it. Not even bothering. Not even. No, I've not, I've not had uh, that. Wiping my that's a, le- that's a legit fear of mine now. Now yeah. that it's hurt you to the point where you can't. No, I, I, I unlocked a new fear, and that's hurting my hands in such a ma- like or arms in such a manner that I can't. Yeah, yeah, do it, that. It also, wiping my ass has been you know quite, not as important. As not as things. important. I mean, I can get in the shower. You're right. You're right. Yeah, but, spray my butt out. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Well, who cares? There's been a lot of that. There's definitely been a lot of I'd that. I'd get a bidet. I'd just immediately get a bidet. I thought about it. I def- definitely did think about it in this scenario, but how would I install the bidet without my right arm? Well, you'd have to, to guide to... T through it. You'd have yeah, to get yeah, yeah. T and guide her through it. Yeah, you're, you're not wrong. She's you're... smart. She could do it. Um... But it also, if you remember from a few years back, I uh, I had messed up my collarbone. And oh, is that back messed up again? Well, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, pop that good. So that nice. uh, that so that's nicely uh, gonna have to you know be part of the healing process. So yeah, it's pretty much my whole right arm is is uh, complete oh, trash and, now. Oh, and can I tell you something that happened this week mm. uh, that you're you're probably gonna laugh about? Uh-oh. Got my first little bit of uh, old man pain. Oh, oh, I thought you were. I thought you were. I, I, I know. I know too. I know too. I'm still evolved. I'm still human 2.0. Mm. But got a little tiny bit of hip pain. 
I think it's just my hip needs like pop. I think it just needs like a okay. little chiropractic, little chiropractic. Yeah, I think I just need to have like a little adjustment and it'll go back to being yeah, probably better. Honestly, well, I'll probably gain like a couple mm, points mm, of mobility. Mm, mm, you know, this just this is actually just slowing me down just a little bit. <sighs> but what sucks is it ha- like I winced in front of my young coworker who already calls me an old man because uh, he's like twenty. He's twenty. He turns twenty-one like in a month or something. But he calls me an old man, well, and like are. I. I turned on my hip and winced ever so slightly. I know it's enough. Yeah. And he goes, what was that? And I'm like, well, what do you mean? He's like, you, you, something happened. You went, you made a face, you winced. And I'm like, if you must know my hip hurt just slightly when uh, I turned, I think uh, I just turned wrong. And he uh-huh. goes, nah, that's your body telling you you're old. <laughs> Oh, this punk kid. Oh, my God. Like, I've never I I am a nice person at work. I don't subscribe to the like dickhead cook model of things. Uh, I'm I'm really no. You should. I'm not. You should. You should. Oh, but if they if they want to if they want to test me like this and I'll I'll unlock the cage and let all of the asshole out the whole thing. I'm in favor of it. I'm in favor of it. But I'm supposed to be like some sort of supervision supervisory. Now, the best supervisors are dickheads. That's take you I'm, down a peg. Yeah, take you down a peg. My supervisor, uh, by the way, when I've called out of work, he has no empathy. He is kind of a dickhead. I'll go ahead and say it. Fuck you, factory. And uh, fucking this fucking guy. Uh, if I were to send you a message, hey, might have got a slight concussion. Think my arm might be uh, fractured or highly sprained. I'm not going to be able to make it to work because I can't physically drive. And this is like a day before my shift. Wouldn't you at least be like, okay? I'd ask you when are you in? <laughs> yeah, that's how you do. It. When are you in? Yeah. When you- Wait. When? When? Do, when does your shift start? Uh, eight a.m. All right, so what are you thinking? Like, you'll be here at 10? <laughs> okay, yeah. No, 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 no. You no, just no. need a little extra time to get here? I understand you hurt your arm. Concussions? No. Yeah, totally uh, get it. I just feel like maybe a little bit of, uh, you know, uh, hey, uh, or uh, thanks for letting me know. Hope you get better, whatever. A little something like that. All I get is, okay, okay. Oh, th- I thought you meant he was being a dickhead about no, it. He, no, was just, no. he was just like, no, he was giving you affirmation. Yeah. That's no. I want want sympathy. I want sympathy. I want empathy. I want. I want people like if if you're in a management role, I feel feel like you need to at least. Oh man, that sucks. I hope you feel better or whatever. Hope it gets better soon. None of that. No, no. I want. I want them calling. By the way, I want them calling and being like. Hey man. Hey man. Are you doing all right? You know it really stinks. I'm just calling to check in. Mm Hmm. See, and what you forget is I'm I'm from the restaurant industry where I've had to manage people and people literally call out five minutes before they're supposed okay, to be but there. I'm not doing that. So I'm, callous, callous. I don't give a fuck. I have to do more work now I'm and find mean. coverage for your for your lazy, ignorant, drunk ass. I'm, I'm but I'm the best, you know, like, I'm, but I'm no. my first question would be like, Are you did you do it drunk? I know who you are. You do it drunk. Yeah. yeah. 
All right, I, I'll I see did, you. At, I'll yeah. see you at noon. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's a bit of that. Um, yeah, it was bad timing though too because my my bush downstairs is getting big too, and it's Bluffing. like yeah. I don't I don't think I trust myself to to use my uh, my trimming my trimmer with my left hand. Like I don't think I can. I don't, Ooh, I don't you're know. gonna you're gonna nick your yeah, sack, yeah, 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 bro. Yeah. I don't think I can do that. Like I gotta like. So is it like at the point where it's just long enough that it's like prickly? Oh no, it's like it's bush, bush. Like I, I'm like. Oh it's, well, then who the fuck cares? Yeah, but like, let it go. No, it's sweaty and disgusting, and like, ugh. It's, Have you has has it been issued like no more hump day yeah. until you get yeah. your bush situation pretty much, sorted? Pretty much. Oh yeah. Mm. Mm. Why don't you ask T to do it? Make it romantic. I don't think there's a way I can make that romantic. I don't know. I mean, she probably would. She probably she'd just laugh though. She would just laugh. She would laugh, uh, but, but yeah. The other thing, um, I, I don't know if you know this. Uh, we talked about it a couple weeks ago. I'm like a water cooler guy, you know. I got the big five gallon jugs that I go down to the Winn Dixie, and I uh, can't be doing that. I know that. Well, I did it the other day, and it was you're an idiot. It was not. It was not fun. Uh, she sort of helped me, but I didn't. You know, I did most of it. And uh, I figured out a technique. I put, like, the neck thing in the crook of my elbow, and then I kind of, like, lift it with my left hand and support it with my right like that, and then kind of, like, mm-hmm. put it in the shopping cart. It was, it was a lot of that. Uh, but, yeah, the, not, that's not it's not an easy not an easy feat. To... At least you didn't do that thing where you stand in front of the machine and look, like, kind of helpless. Oh, until somebody comes like, do you need some assistance? Oh, I was sir? looking for one. I was looking for a big, strong man over oh, an assistant. <laughs> yeah. For it to come help me out. Like I was hoping that maybe there'd be a guy behind me that could help. I mean, we're talking about like four, five gallon jugs here. Like I, I got 20 gallons of water. I'm transporting. I need, I need a guy to, you know, help at least put him in the cart. You know, I can imagine you own just standing in front of the water machine until someone else needs to use it. And you're yeah, like, yeah. I've just been. <laughs> I just showed up and I've been trying to wrangle with the idea of how yeah, to yeah. you see I'm I'm injured, you know. Well, I, I, I was gonna have maybe I, like do I my fell st- down trying to catch my son when they oh, when they threw him out of our apartment and it was burning. It was like an Eric Clapton situation and I tried to catch He fell him. right out the window. He fell right out. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would you know my name? That guy's a piece of shit, right? We've talked about that, right? He, I think guy, there is a, a large portion of Eric Clapton's life where he was a real yeah, despicable cat. I think, like a lot of drugs and racism. I think that's that's probably. And he pretty much shoved his kid out of a yeah, window. Pushed, yeah, he kicked him out because he was a yeah he was doing it. a drunk drug-addled maniac. Yeah, yeah, a lot of that. A lot of that. I mean, you can't really write a song called Cocaine without doing, like, a lot of cocaine. At least a, a whole bunch of it. Mm. Yeah. So let's talk about your birthday, man. I saw you went mini golfing. Um, mm-hmm. I was, if I wasn't, like, injured, I might have come mini, go- mini golfing with you. But I, I don't know how good I would have been at the mini golf. Did you go to the Congo River by the one that mm-hmm. we went to? Yeah. Oh, yeah. For our, um, just know? polishing up because, oh, you know, yeah. I'm going to try and hold a winner. Are we, gonna, are we going back there? Is that what we're doing? Yeah. Yeah, I like that place. All right, yeah. We can do that. 
Plus, this time we can inform the chilies that we'll be there afterwards, and ah. they need to. Well, it's not they COVID. Hold... It's it's like we're past that now. Maybe they're like full staffed enough that we can get a. a well, like, I want I want the multimedia room. Oh, you okay? The chilies. Do they, they have that? I mean. Dude, the IHOP near my house has a multimedia room. Is that what they call so it? Met... That's what they call it now? The multimedia room? Well, it's got like a projector, but they also uh... do like par- birthday party. If, you, if you're poor enough to have your birthday party at IHOP, That's good. Cool. Okay, I want it. First off, I want to do that. I want to have my birthday party at the IHOP in the multimedia room, and I want to play porno while I'm eating pancakes. Like, I definitely a, don't think you can do that. Aggressive anal while I'm while I'm uh, eating my pancakes, and I'm gonna eat them like uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna eat them aggressively. My bacon too, like oh, it's, yeah, that's a good birthday. I don't even need my birthday to be there. I just like to do the uh, premiere of my new snuff film that I shot. <laughs> I like that. Mm-hmm. At the high, I, I hop's a good spot for that. But uh, so I mean, pancakes and murder. Yeah, beautiful. Pancakes and murder. Good song. It's a good. It's a good band name. That was Eric. That was on Eric Clapton's new album. Yeah, it was. So did you have a good time though doing the mini golfs? Yeah, it was a good time. And, and, uh, just, I mean, you I, and, just you and Janine, or yeah, it was just me and Janine. Yeah. I uh, I won by a few strokes. Definitely yeah. stinched a victory. Uh-huh. Uh, I even did the. Uh, you know, in I play a very inventive style of mini golf mm. where I'm always looking for a nice little some call it cheating. Okay. An edge. An edge. Not me. Maybe an edge. Yeah, I like it's called the edge, mm. and I'm looking for it. Uh-huh. I'm on the lookout. Um, so in one of my attempts to obtain a slight edge, even though I was winning, um, you try and like hop over like half the court. You did one of them, didn't you? Yeah, couple, like, a couple times. Total couple out of bounds, holes. like it comes back inbounds, so it's technically legal. One of them. There's a lot of like uh, tearing yeah, effects yeah, yeah. to yeah, yeah. these mini golf, uh-huh. and sometimes they'll do this thing where you start out here, but you end like right down here, and you just like have to hit it in a big U-turn uh-huh. kind of style. Well, you know, you know, me being me human 2.0 evolved man sure uh i just go to hit it through uh, uh, you know the wrong way right to the right to the hole Did, was it ever successful twice okay that's better than most um but in one of my attempts i found an extra ball so i did the last hole with this extra ball but you're not allowed and- to use the extra ball I kept my birthday ball. Oh, well, you yeah, that's okay. You're allowed to do that, but you can't like because you found a ball doesn't mean that now you're allowed to use that because you lost your ball. That doesn't sound No, right. no, it was it was purely so I could keep the birthday winning oh, ball. Oh, well that's fine. You got a birthday ball. That's I'm okay oh, with yeah. that. Oh yeah. I think even Congo River would be okay with that. I didn't even uh you know, the last hole they definitely are like, oh, you can just hit it in the Congo River and it'll take it right out to the hole. No, no, no. That's the way the losers play. That's for jabronis? Yeah, I shot the mini gap and didn't even let it hit the water. Oh. But didn't know. no, it was a it was a pleasant time. Um we ended up 
uh, ordering Chinese food and um, just kind of hanging out at the house. Yeah, you know, nothing too crazy. Sometimes that's what you want, man. Sometimes that's what yeah. you want. It sounds like you had an issue, though, with some uh, douchebag kids behind you. Yeah, dude. So, you know, as a as a teenager, I remember we did a lot of loitering um, and we did a lot of ca- like yelling at people from cars. I think that was like the most terrible thing we did. Yeah, I don't even think I don't remember I, a fair amount of loitering, but I don't I would not a lot of not really a lot of yelling. Get, we had get, a we had a penchant for driving by people at gas stations who were pumping gas and yelling at them very unoriginally, pump that gas. <laughs> yeah, well, okay. Like I'd just be like, all right, fine. I, I like my favorite one I used to do was when I'd see like a runner in a neighborhood and I, I like I still actually I still do this to the day. I'm like I rolled down my window, I'm like, pick up the pace. <laughs> Like I, I train, like you know, like ah, you're fat. Pick up the pace. You know, like, work harder. Like a lot of that. Uh, I, I do that. I do that. That's always fun. But for the most part, like, well, they were just so they were just yelling behind you. Yeah, if we were in public. We didn't. We weren't just like screaming to make noise. Yeah. But behind us was a group of probably like seven to eight. Teen to preteen uh, girls. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, all right. Yeah. 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 So, and they are literally like one hole behind us, almost the whole. Like, we would get like maybe a hole ahead, but then they just they'd catch right back up. And then the course is so like tight that you hear them the whole time. Anyways, did you hear what but they were like, even talking about? No, like the t- there was constant just chatter from like every person in the group. And so it's like, you know, I'm trying like, why are they screaming? Because I was pretty much trying to figure out like, why are these people screaming? I'm, and trying, then to after figure, a couple I'm holes, trying to figure out how to cheat on this golf hole, golf hole. Right yeah, now. like I need all my concentration so that I can nail this like arc shot over yeah. a railing. Have they not seen any golf in particular in general? Like you're supposed to be quiet when the person's teeing off. Precisely. Yeah. So it what I, what I can't get is because I can't like identify anything that's going on, but it would just be like chatter it'd be a couple seconds of chatter and then just a random high-pitched like ah, just a scream okay but it was every 30 seconds to a minute like a loud like a loud like ah like that type of thing or like what yeah like a loud not i'm in danger scream but like just a loud noise scream so they, are they thinking it? Is it like a like they think it's funny or like I don't know? Well, they, to... they're all la- they're all laughing like after the scream happens. So I just I'm like this this can't just this can't be the funny thing, right? You're laughing because like someone did something and then someone screamed, right? But you know, through the whole time we're there, I cannot discern for the life of me why they why? are just screaming. Uh, weird. And is it do so do do you think kids are just they've just lost well, all, all no all kids I think all kids are just autistic idiots now. 
Like, all of them are just, like, they got to wear headphones when they're young. Now they're fucking just morons because of the, the quarantine and everything. And so people, they just have no social skills, so they just scream at random shit. Like, half the kids, like, there's, there's no normal kids now. All of them got something, whether it's ADHD, they're autistic, they're fucking, uh, you know, um, you know, it's something. Like, all of you are something, and it's annoying. Where's my normal people's at? Where's my normies? I, I think it might also be Florida. Yeah. I think Florida no, just I makes think, no, I don't some extra that. dum-dums. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't help, but it's... <laughs> Speaking of the kids, on the plane to uh, New Orleans, I think I watched this on the way there. I can't remember. It don't matter. Uh, but, you know, got the, got the in-flight entertainment or whatnot. And I stumbled upon this documentary. Uh, shit, I forgot the name of the actual documentary. You can probably look it up. But the, it was about this this band... This kid band, kid punk rock band, called Color Killer. You heard of this? Color Killer? Color Killer. Wait, wait just the singular color, not colored? No, 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 just singular color. Like Okay. Like crayons. That's... You color with crayons, right? Like shit like, you know, like kind of okay. like, yeah. Uh... Why would you want to kill color? Okay, that's an interesting name, but yeah, was I... it good? Okay, so I'll play a couple tracks and see what you think about this. Now, we've got the band ranges from uh, the lead singer, who's eight, to I think one of the guys, like, to 12. So it's, like, a four-year, like, gap between, like, the four members of the band, but eight to 12. Like, I think one of them's 10, whatever, whatever. But oh man, dude! The they're little kids. The, they're little the kids, dip, the, bro. But the difference between an eight-year-old and a twelve-year-old is—it is big. It is big. It's You're big. Right. Yeah. Like, how are you guys gonna write music together? You guys don't even have the same problems. Well, okay, so I'll play. I'll play <laughs> one of the one of their tracks. They got they got pretty big on YouTube, I guess, doing their covers. But this is one of their um, their their originals. Let me go ahead and do the the screen share thing for you here, Mike. My mom says only an hour of screen time a day. It's a lot of stuff like that, to be honest with you. It is. And it I is. can't even shut my door to make it go away. Yeah, a lot of that. A lot of that. All right. So We on. all got colored hair because our parents are super rich. Yeah, a lot of that. And my mom tells me what to do because I think she's a bit. This one's called Down with Winter. I think this was their first viral hit. As you can see, they've got the colored hair. Much like you said. Pretty funky. Not bad. So, not bad so far, right? I just let me hear the lyrics. That, and that's the thing. I just don't know if I can get over the kid singing. All right, now, Owen. Yes. So, so I guess the really good thing about them being so young is that if they talk to a fourteen-year-old. Not a problem. Uh-huh. I mean, that's usually a problem with like bands and especially punk front men. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I guess so. But I 
it's like it's not bad, but like I, I feel like the kid that is the lead singer. He's one of the youngest, and he writes most of the stuff. I think his name was Lincoln or something like that. Oh my god, I, I hate know. him! I hate I, him already. But no, this kid's got—he's got the charisma. He's gonna—he's gonna—he's gonna be all right. Yeah, but here's the thing: like, I don't relate to your music because one, because I live in Florida and there's no snow, and two. Because I have bigger problems than the snow. Well, this he wants I, like, snow day. Rent is expensive. He wants a snow day. Rent, like, So he's also like missing half his front teeth. I'm not really sure. I'm not. I'm not really sure what uh, you know that uh, that's about. But it's kind of like I think it almost helps the punk that his vocals because he is missing his front teeth. So he's kind of like like listening. He's almost a got like a British, like a British punk yeah. voice to him yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because of his little lisp. Yeah. One of the funniest things, though, about the documentary is like it's about like the band, but it's also about like the parents because they're all like different families. And so, like, you know, you have like a hockey team or you have like whatever and all the families have to like get together like uh, for, you know, practices or whatever. Uh, They have to do the same for these kids with taking them to gigs. And it's kind of hilarious seeing all these like fat dads that are just like, you know, um, sort of managing them and like and taking them to all these shows, like mm-hmm. being all pissed off about like, God damn it. <laughs> Got to go take them down to the, the social again this evening or whatever it is. Oh, yeah, ahead. dude, it's. Holy shit. I, I, can't. I just saw Glenn Weber in the chat. Yeah, we Glenn got fucking, fucking Glenn Weber. Weber. I haven't seen baby. you. I haven't seen or heard from you in a long ass time. Glenn, where the hell you been? He said that uh, the basement carpet must be in the Midwest. Uh, they were just outside of Boston. I think it's, um, yeah, they were somewhere in Massachusetts. Uh, so you're not far off. I mean, definitely, definitely, for you know, and that carpet is, that's definitely, that's definitely a, uh, I can't. I can't wait for people to talk arm. about uh, Color Killer and be like, "Yeah, you know, when Lincoln got to fifth grade, I think the music just really changed. yeah, it really and, dropped know, off. Like they they sold out. I think it be- he became really, you know, he just feels like he became really concerned with like you know algebra. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, I mean, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. The music changed. Like he got really into math rock. I don't know. It just doesn't sound the same anymore. I haven't heard this one. This is their cover of the kids aren't all right. Let's see. Uh... Oh, is it just him? Probably just him. Ah, oh, they're doing it. That's pretty good. Oh shit, dude! For a second, I thought that was uh, my buddy's son. That looks just like my buddy's son, London. 
the one like there's a couple the of one that's that, on screen right now right now the the long yeah. colored hair he's the one that has no charisma by the way yeah he has, well he's the one that looks like my buddy's son and i for a second i was like holy shit like i know this kid who's in a famous band what the fuck what the fuck That's enough, but you get my point. You get my point. Like, it's not terrible. I don't know how to feel about it. Like, I, I, ah, what's your thoughts? Okay. I think it's, it'll be good. Um, you know, when they grow up a little bit more. Yeah. I think having this base for it, it can't be bad. Really right? gonna help them now. Oh, shit. It, the kid's already changed. Yeah, he already cut his hair. See, this is what I knew. I knew it was coming. Yep. Then he discovered uh, touching himself, and now the music's different. Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like this one might be their best one. I don't know. I I, I kind of like it. I kind of like it. I think uh, there might be a future for for this this kid here. But uh, but yeah, I can see pros and cons. I'm not um, I'm not completely sold, but you know, I'll give him a shot. I'll give him a shot, Mike. Yeah, I mean, let's see how they grow up. Yeah, that'd be that'd be one I want to see. I think the uh, I think he's the first one to do develop the drug problem. Like the yeah, it's either him or the one with no charisma, the, or the one with well, no, no the one with no charisma might be the one that that actually like holds it together, like and brings the band back together type thing. Like, well, it's because he's not he's so uncool, like nobody wants yeah. to give him drugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas like the lead singer kid, like he's gonna be doing he's he's gonna like get he's gonna get lose his virginity at like eleven, you know? Yeah, I mean uh, he's to like once, a four dude, year old. Can you imagine his parents, though? Like, he got to that point where he's like, you know, mom and dad, I know I've got blue hair right now, but I just, I think it'd be better if I buzzed it down all the way. No more color, just black. Yeah, just got to get edgy. Got to get edgy. I feel like. Blue blue used, that's the thing. Blue used to be edgy. And now you just got to go back to just black. Just black. Just, Just shave it all off. Yeah, it's even more edgy. I, I think the thing that intrigued me the most about it was the stuff I kind of alluded to earlier with the parents having to take them to like the like events and take them to all these things, right? Because they played like the Warp Tour, they played the stage at the Warp Tour up by them. Um, but you know, the the father, one of the dads, was making the point like, well, if you know, if you're uh, if you're in a, on a hockey team, you get your kid up at like four in the morning so you can get ice time and get practice at like six o'clock or five thirty, like early, early, and then. You know, you, you, you have to do the games, like, and to travel, like, and it's all super early mornings and everything. We just do it the other way around, 
So those kids are, you know, going to bed at like three o'clock in the morning because they've been up playing a gig at, you know, 10 o'clock at night or whatever. Like, I, I, I don't know. It's, I will say it's is that it's better def- or worse? Is that better or worse for the kid? Like, <sighs> I mean, I don't know. I think they both I think both of them instill like practice, determination, like getting together and teamwork. I think they both promote that just in different ways. Uh, but I I do think it's definitely going to like ruin my buzz if I'm trying to like sneak outside in the parking lot. Yeah. And like smoke a joint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If like I go outside and there's like a 12-year-old You're in, in the, the back cigarette al- right. circle. You're right. You're in the back alley where like they load in and you get you, you get to go back you're back there. Yeah, you're you're taking a piss and you're smoking a J and like you join like the and then yeah, there's like a little group of kids there. Yeah, like when the when the 12-year-olds are like waiting for these kids like Yeah. Too like, how do your friends come see you? Because if they it's can't. like, they, I would imagine they can't. Like, if it's Thursday night and you're playing a, right. a show at the Haven, like I don't, I don't, think I don't it, think your parents are taking you and your friends to the Haven. I just don't. I don't see it happening. It's a school night. No, like definitely. Well, not. you know, the show starts at ten, but we don't. I mean, we don't even go on until midnight. So that happens a lot too. That happens a lot. Like, yeah, that, that, that would be, do you think these kids are, do you think they're popular at school or do you think that they're like, they're outcast and they're made fun of? That was my other like, question. He just said that, uh, the kid they're writing this song about, uh, jerks off Who's and that, has an anime. Well, that's another guy, it's another guy, by the way, that's another the, Nate fuck off. Nate is one of the other guys in the band. So he's writing this, like it's the bassist yeah. or something. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like you, your guys are probably. Mm, I'm gonna skew towards the like outcast loser side of things, right, right, right. And you guys are just like, well, we're all outcasts and losers, so let's just make a punk band. Well, when I mean, I'll relate it to myself. Like when I was a child actor in school, it was it was not cool to be to be doing. Well, that's because you were a rapist, Owen. Well, you were a child actor rapist. I played one. I, when he was, I, I, I didn't, I didn't say you wasn't. were one. But well, he wasn't. The character was forced into the. Ra- I didn't even do. I wasn't. Not a rapist. I didn't even play a rapist. It's just been thrown. I and mean, the rape was in a dream scene. It was there. Just whatever. Ah, fucking goddamn it. Uh, do you want to get out of here for a few minutes? Um, see if we can't maybe take a break and get Ty on the line here shortly. Yeah, but can I just ask one thing? Of course. Um, but maybe we can we can get the answer in the second half mm-hmm. of the show. Mm-hmm. What? What's the big draw with Taylor Swift? Okay, I I've listened to some of the music just to, just so I couldn't baselessly hate on it. Oh, it's fantastic. And I mean, s- some of the lyrics just like no for being for for her being like the premier the powerhouse voice, that she is the voice of our generation right. like I dude I grew up in an era where dudes were like wordsmiths with emo music like shit was really deep and some of her it just comes off so like I don't know man like yeah I get what you're saying I. Th- think that we're just too old for it realistically like i i do like a few of her tracks i mean shake it off's a banger man 
man. Like, I'll, I'll shake it off all day long. Um, I think she's pretty, right? Like, that's got to be a big part of it, right? That she's that she's pretty and she's uh, and she's not the norm in the sense that she's so manufactured like the previous like our generation stars were the Britney Spears, yeah. the Christina Aguilera's like they didn't write any of their stuff, right? Like they, they had talent that was recognized from an early age and they were pushed to dance and sing and like, you know, become superstars and they were groomed for, for that. I think Taylor was different in the fact that she, I mean, I'm not saying she wasn't groomed at all. Like I'm sure her parents pushed her in that right direction. And I'm sure that she got all the help that she could possibly get in every step of the way because she, but she like writes her own songs and everything for the most part. Like, yeah, she, she does. Like, I I think, I think that, uh, that, that is what separates her. And I think that she does, she does play like, I don't know how great she really is, but I think she does play like, you know, guitar and I think she plays a bit of piano and I think she does have some like actual music chops. Well, I so guess what I'm saying then is Owen, different, but I, if uh, I get if it, she's, I get why you're, why you're asking what's the appeal because they're if if she's writing her own music, maybe I'm just saying up. Uh, Hire a writer. Just hire like one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Get to get, get a second set of eyes on some of this yeah, stuff. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. I, I see it both ways. I understand. But maybe. But then again, to to your thought of like maybe we're just too old. Yeah. That's maybe kids. I don't think kids are as smart as we were when we were young. We had. A I lot. don't think it's the. I don't think it's there for them. I don't think it's intelligence. I think that I think what we were exposed to it musically. We were exposed to more like musicians. Like, granted, we came up like right around the time of like your Backstreet Boys and NSYNC and all that stuff, where that was a part of it too. But we also came up during a time where, like, like in my early years, like the grunge scene, right? And like, just even if you want to take like a Matchbox Twenty or a Third Eye Blind, they were musicians in a band. There's not like, yes, that exists. I guess your Imagine Dragons or whoever the fuck it is now. But I don't think it's as prevalent. I think there's there is a lot more manufactured, you know, pop disposable pop stuff than there was like like it feels like almost like 90 percent of music is that now. And that's maybe where she separates herself from that, that she's a little bit different, that she's a little bit more of a throwback to being an actual musician Maybe that's the difference. Maybe it's because they don't they haven't been exposed to as much musicianship as we were when we were that age. I don't know. That's true. I can, I can see that argument. It just, I don't know. The music comes off super basic and it it, is, and it is, it is. And I guess maybe that's, that's what's doing it is that kids are basic nowadays. Cause I, and I'm, I'm, I want to relate this to maybe another point, but we can do we can do that when we come back. Sure, sure. All right. Well, we'll take a short break. Hopefully, it's not too long. We'll um, we'll get in touch with our good friend, that lizard wizard Ty, um, here in just a few. Let me fire up some break music for you here. When we fire get when we get back, though, I do want to uh, discuss the end of my journey, which uh, is. Some would say for the best, 
some would say uh, for the worse. But uh, my corporate podcast journey has ended for now. And we'll talk about that in the second segment, a little in uh, when we do Ono 2.0. I also want to talk about the uh, Nickelodeon TV show, Doug. And uh, I also want to mention the writer's strike in Hollywood and how that has sort of affected the wrestling world in WWE. And I want to get your thoughts on some of that. We're also going to be doing some tier list stuff at the end of the show. So stick around because we got clips coming as well. We love you. And uh, what do we say when we get out of here for the first segment? Mikey! Fuck your dreams. Fuck your dreams. We'll be back in just a few. 